Welcome back, friends and family, to another edition of the Free Agent Fans Podcast. I'm your boy, Mike G. And it's been a minute since I did one, but I'm going to get more consistent starting today. We're going to kick this one off. Uh, we're doing a, I'm going to do this one today on uh, Held Hostages. And this is the first part of a three-part podcast that I'm going to do on Held Hostage is what I'm calling it. And you understand what I mean by Held Hostage as I continue here. But let's get started. I'm going to give you a definition of hostage first in case some of y'all out there don't know. Hostage is a person seized or held as security for the fulfillment of a condition. I'm going to say it again. A person seized or held as a security for the fulfillment of a condition. Now, when you think about that, you know, you think of a normal hostage situation. You think to yourself, okay, usually when somebody's held hostage is to either extort money from somebody, maybe a prisoner exchange or just somebody out there just want to torture somebody those are a few of the of the ways that you know you normally think of somebody being held hostage but that's not quite what i'm talking about i'm talking about being held hostage in a relationship or under the false pretenses of love and granted some of those reasons can be similar like money and torture it can fit into that relationship mode as well but there's a lot of them that can be a little bit different or very different in some instances when it comes to relationships or uh, love or what you think is love so let's just talk about some of these conditions and maybe shed some light open the door to people to make better decisions and like I always say, you know, I'm just a fan of many things. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a degree person in relationships or whatever. I've been through enough relationships. I wrote a book about some of my relationships called Introducing Me. Well, it's actually Introducing Men, but the M and the E is capitalized because it's mostly about me. But check that out if you get a chance. It's on Amazon. That's a plug right there. But getting back into this topic, being held hostage now. One of the conditions that I immediately think of, because I know I have certainly held women hostage in some of my relationships, and I feel like I've been held hostage in some of my relationships as well. And it's not fun for that person being held hostage. And I don't know if the person doing the holding hostage really realizes what they're doing. Sometimes they might. Sometimes they might not. But in either case, it's not fun. So one of the conditions... I thought of is why that someone would want to hold someone hostage in a relationship is to keep themselves happy. You know, like the hostage taker, you, you want to be happy. And so you go out, you meet some guy, some girl, you know, they make you feel good in certain areas or some type of way. And you just want to hold on to that. So you do certain things to make sure you keep that person around so you can keep that feeling. But the whole time you know that uh, I'm probably not going to really be committed to this person. It's probably not the person for me, but I am enjoying what I am getting from this person and I would like to keep enjoying that. So I'm just going to play this game for a little bit and keep them around. It happens. It happens a lot. And some of the things that like in some of my relationships where some of this stuff was happening, I noticed like I like kind of picked up on some things that may have been signs that I was possibly being held hostage. 
And I know in some of the situations where I held women hostage, I did some of these things as well. And one of the main things I focus on sometimes is the uh, phone. Like back in the day when I was young and I was dating, you know, phones weren't as fancy as they are. We didn't have all this as they are now. We didn't have all that crazy technology and all that. You know, I think I may have had a flip phone or you had to date myself. I'm aging myself, but, you know, we had the big old phones, like the huge car phones and the big ones that you stuck in your pocket and, you know, it was it was a mess. But nowadays, phones or, you know, you get text messages, you can do your social media, all that good stuff on them. So I think that's part of a way that you can, like, see some signs. And one of the things that I noticed is, like, uh, say you walk into a room and your mate or whatever, they're on the phone texting. And when you come in the room, they stop. They close it down, shut it down, whatever. Now, you can think one or two ways. You can think, ah, it was nothing, you know, maybe planning a surprise party for me. But most people, most human beings, if you see that, you start to think, okay, what was on that phone he or she didn't want me to see? You know, that's, that's kind of, I don't want to say you should get paranoid, but you can say, okay, maybe I should think about this, especially if it's happening a lot or, you know, more than what's normal. You know, just closing the phone down. And I've been on both sides of that. I've dated people that when I came around, the phone shut down, you know, it's like oh, really quick. Or, you know, sometimes you walk up behind them and they shut it down real quick when they hear you coming in the room or whatever. But, you know, it is what it is. I didn't say anything at the time during those relationships. But, you know, because I know I certainly didn't want anything said to me. And oddly enough, none of those women did. So, you know, it is what it is. But that's something that I think about. And another thing is uh, like passwords on the phone. You know, yeah, I get it. Anti-theft, you know, that's great because I have a password on my phone. So does my wife. And she has one on hers. And, you know, if it gets stolen, uh, you know, they can't really immediately do anything with it besides sell it or wipe it or whatever. You know, but they can't get in there and get any of your information if you have stuff like that stored on there. So. That's not too much of a problem for me, but I know for some people, you know, it can be. And that brings in the question, do you share that password with your mate? And if you do or don't, what's the issue with it? You know, like some people will take that and say, oh, I feel like it's controlling. You know, you're trying to control me too much. You don't need my password to my phone. Other times people will say, well, what you trying to hide? Why I can't get the password to your phone? So that can be kind of a toss up. Me personally, I don't need my wife's password to her phone. You know, I know that if I asked, she would give me access to it. And the same with her. If she asked, I would give her access to it. Because I don't have anything to hide. So, but when you're being held hostage in a relationship like that, those little things pop up. And, you know, because that person probably does have something to hide. And they don't want you to see it or find out about it because then they'll lose what they have. And we all know that, you know, when you got something that feels good, we don't want to lose it. So you try to do whatever you can to keep from losing what you have. Which brings me to the last topic on phones. As part of this whole dilemma of being held hostage is, do you check your mate's phone? Now, I know I just said earlier, you know, I give my wife access. She give me wife. She give me access to hers. But do you do that in your relationship? Is that something that 
people do should you ask i mean what would you feel would you feel some type of way if your maid was like hey let me go through your phone you know the argument could come up well you don't trust me why would you want to go through my phone and the mate could be like well if you don't want me to go through your phone what you trying to hide so i think it probably doesn't come up for those reasons you got two parties thinking one way if i say this if i ask this how is it gonna look is it gonna make me look too jealous if i'm asking to go through his or her phone is it gonna make me look crazy possessive what and uh, the flip side of that is whoo i hope this person don't ask to go through my phone because that's controlling i don't like that even if i don't have anything to hide but most times like for our topic here being held hostage that person does have something to hide and if you went through that phone you would see some things and probably move on or whatever depending on how bad it is and you know separate and they would lose what they have so to me that's another tool for holding people hostage and i'm gonna talk about a couple of other ones here that just kind of stood out to me uh money money is a huge 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 way that i think that people can be held hostage in a relationship and i'll explain it like this you know you ever start talking to somebody you know you know you working you got a good job everything's decent or whatever you start talking to somebody and they're a good person you like them or whatever it's like okay i can see something here but you know this may not be the one i want for my forever but he or she nice you know we jail pretty good together whatever blah 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 so you start dating this person you get to know them and they got a decent job and you start to notice that okay when we come together our uh combined income is great and there's security in that now this goes to whether you married dating or just living together like if you got a guy or girl that's kicking you down you know hey i can help out with a bill i can do this i can do that that starts to become something that you depend on and it can get you in a situation where you hold that person hostage if you know that you know i really don't want to be with this person but shoot man i just got my uh card note paid last month i had an extra 600 500 400 whatever in my pocket because this person kicked in and wanted to do something nice for me and help me out so I ain't ready to let that go yet. And you end up holding that person hostage. Now, to keep in mind, too, the whole time, I think, while someone is holding somebody else hostage, maybe not 100% of the time, but I would give it 50-50 or maybe higher than that, maybe 80-20, that that person has something or someone on the side that they're looking into. And it's like, okay, maybe, because if you ain't really feeling a person that ain't like that's your forever person, you are going to be open to somebody approach you like, okay, let me see what's up with this dude. But I can't let this other dude find out because he's doing a lot of good stuff for me. And I don't want to lose that. So in essence, you holding that person hostage. Same for men. We do it all the time. You know, you hear that thing about, oh, I got to have one in the hole. You know, that's, that's a form of holding somebody hostage. And I did it a lot with women that I dated saying that knowing that I wasn't going to marry him because I wasn't nowhere near wanting to get married at the time but i said the right things to keep them there because i enjoyed something either whether it was sex whether it was their company you know their sense of humor talking to them about intellectual stuff whatever the case may be i held them there because i wanted them around because i was getting that part that i needed from them but i was still actively searching for the one that had all those things that i needed whether 
you know, whoever that may have been or maybe I guess I can say my wife now, but, you know, it, it, it's what we do. And it's not good necessarily, especially not for that person, because you can really do some damage. And I've seen some of the damage that I've done over the years. And I know the damage that was done to me when it was done to me. So but anyway, moving on, you know, and and piggybacking off of that whole money thing. That's another way that, you know, like it's not necessarily just bills because bills and whatnot. That's something that, you know, you can you can hang your hat on, you know, like, oh, yeah, everybody got bills. You need bills paid. You know, so is that really that bad? If they want to help me out, then that's on them. You know, you can use that argument. But there's a flip side to that, too. When somebody's like just lavishing you with gifts and, you know, money like that, like they call it a sugar daddy or sugar mama, the cougar or whatever, just just giving you money and giving you gifts. Yeah, that's that's bad on their part that's kind of their fault but you have some kind of blame to play in that as well because you in a sense holding that person hostage as well because you taking these things from take 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 and you're never going to give them what they want if it's a relationship you know and I, yeah you got those anomalies out there but i ain't talking about those anomalies right now you got those ones where you know the cougar likes to buy you know little young boys or whatever and i get what i want he break my back out whatever however the saying goes and he gone on about his business yeah that's out there or the sugar daddy you know oh yeah she i take her out buy her all this stuff look good on my arm or whatever she may hook up with me here and there you know i'm happy i ain't talking about that that's another topic another podcast for another time i'm talking about those people who are knowingly wanting more from a person and they're not getting it they they're getting that that thought that oh maybe it'll happen you know they kind of getting misled that oh maybe maybe it'll happen oh you just they saying the right things here you know okay there's maybe a chance you know i didn't think that but you know i really want this person but the other person's like i don't see myself being with him but i'm getting all this stuff lavishing me with gifts buying me this buying me that so i ain't ready to let that person go yet i'm gonna keep them around keep doing what i do keep getting what i get and we'll see how it goes when if i find something or i may end up just settling with that person just because we don't know yet but that also happens as well and it's not it's not benefiting either person you know you may think at the time that it's benefiting the person who's getting all these gifts and getting this stuff lavished on them but at some point, you get to the point where you're like, eh, okay, uh, you start to resent that person. And it's like, uh, all this stuff that I don't like about you is really starting to take the forefront. And how much more do I want to deal with the things that I don't like about you? But at the end of the day, you still held that person hostage for it. And the reason I'm doing this topic is because nobody has that kind of time to waste. I don't care how old you are. I know when people get older, they say, well, I ain't got that much time anymore if you're still single or whatever. Yeah, but in your 20s and whatever, you don't want to waste that time either. You know, I look at it now. Shoot, I wish I would have had some of that time back. I wish I could get some of that time back because I wasted a lot of people's time. And I know they wish they could get that time back that I wasted, that they wasted on me when I was holding them hostage. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And the last topic I'm going to talk about on this first of three podcasts on held hostage is a lot of times people hold hostage for and all these to me are wrong reasons but this one right here is the one that really frustrates me well it's kind of a two-parter it's to impress others and social media and it really burns me up because i had a situation where you know uh through the grace of counseling i was able to see it 
in a different light where me and my wife, we, you know, she wanted me to post more about our relationship and her on social media. I don't do that. I don't post my business on social media. If you go to my social media, my Facebook page, I have a page. I do have a free agent fan page, and I also have a page under a fake name, Sean Paul, out there on Facebook. And I promote books or I'll say, you know, uplifting things or whatever. And I do have friends or whatever. And I don't post my life on Facebook. My wife, on the other hand, her Facebook page was people that she knew. On my Facebook page, I accept anybody that asks me for a friend request. Because at some point, I may try to sell you a book. On her page, she had her friends and family. So it was easy for her to go out. Oh, me and hubby doing this. Me and hubby did that. Or, oh, I met this nice guy. We getting married. You know, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. That was easy for her to do. But me, it was not. We, when we went to our counseling and talked about that, and I expressed that to the counselors, they helped me, they opened my eyes to see it in a different way to where I created a real page with my real name where I do post stuff about our relationship. I don't do it often. I don't do it a whole lot, but I do. It was a compromise for us because I wasn't embarrassed or ashamed of my wife because my philosophy was this. Everybody who needed to know I was married, I told them personally. And that included some of the people that I had been held holding hostage and whatnot you know i wasn't 100 percent with all of them i would say i wasn't 100 i was 100 percent with all of them except one but we ain't talking about that that's a whole nother podcast whole nother topic but when all that did come out you know everybody who needs to know knows that i'm married so and that's what's important at the end of the day you know letting them letting them know that and no longer holding them hostage because i did it for such a long time but that whole social media thing really kind of it kind of got under my skin because I'm like, you know, you asked me to post stuff about my life out here for people that I don't care nothing about. You know, and it just seems fake to me that you post your relationship all over social media. It's like, oh, who are you trying to convince that it's good? Because you right here, I can tell you how much I like you right here. I ain't got to post it on Facebook or how much I love you. I ain't got to post it all on Facebook. But when we went through counseling, the counselors opened my eyes to show me that, you know, it's different for my wife. My wife is a, uh, I know they did the love languages or whatever, and she likes words of affirmation. I am a, my love language is uh, acts of service. So, you know, I open doors, you know what I'm saying? I keep you on the, the safe side. I don't let you walk on the curb side when we're walking down the street, things like that. You know, I'm always diligent, looking out, protector. She likes words of affirmation. So I kind of got it. And I was like, okay, I see how it makes her feel, you know, when I don't say anything at all about it. You know, even though I say it, I'm right here with you or whatever. And I say it, I still get it. I get it now. So we kind of found that compromise. But getting back on topic, when someone is, you know, holding somebody hostage, that's another way that you can do it. Because you can go out there and post all kind of nice stuff about somebody. Now imagine this. Imagine you being held hostage by somebody. And you go on their Facebook and they talking about how, oh, I really like this person. I really like that. But they really don't see themselves with you long term. But you see all this on Facebook and you thinking like, oh, I'm in. You know, this is going to be great. You know, we working. It's going to work out. Whatever, whatever. But the whole time this person knows that you know, them just words. I'm just putting it out there. You know, whatever. Goes, yeah, we great. How many times have you seen those Facebook relationships blow up? And it's like, oh, they ain't even together no more. It happens. And that's a really good tool to me 
to hold somebody hostage because you're thinking one thing when really it's another. You know, and, and at the same time, that piggybacks on wanting to look good to others because, you know, you got all your friends out there and other people who may not even be your friends, maybe a friend of a friend that's your Facebook friend now, looking like, oh, wow, she got it together. Oh, he got a good girl. Oh, they this, they that. And all that makes you look good. But at the same time, you holding that person hostage and wasting their time. And nobody's got time like that. So last thing I'm going to talk about is... Whew, this is a tough one for me, you know, it's because you, you really you really can't tell it. But it's more lines of uh, when you hold somebody hostage and you being sneaky about things that you're doing, whether they big or they small. And what the person that's holding ho- holding that other person hostage doesn't realize is that it breaks down the trust in your mate. You know, and you already being held hostage and you don't really know it, but now you're starting to lose some trust because they're doing some sneaky stuff, as people would say. But and you're like, well, if they're doing all that, just leave them. But you also, they also giving you this stuff that's like, okay, we are going to be together, but, you know, that is kind of suspect, you know. And it's easy for people to sit back and say, well, I would have just left. Some people would, but a lot of us don't. You know, we stick around and we think, OK, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. Maybe he or she not as sneaky and, you know, not sneaking around. But it's to me, there is no difference in lying and sneaking around about small things as opposed to big things. Because if you lie and sneak around about, you know, uh, hanging out with your girls and you didn't even do nothing. I sure as heck can't expect you to not lie about going out with a guy and having sex. You know, and a lot of people don't think that, well, it was just a little white lie. I don't believe in little white lies. A lie is a lie. And when you're trying to build a trust and a bond with somebody, you need to have zero lies. Not a white lie, not a brown lie, not a black lie, not a green lie. No lies. Because any of that starts to break down that trust. And once that trust is broken, eh. You know, you you got problems and you ain't going to be holding that person hostage no more. It's probably a good thing for the person being held hostage. But people that's holding someone hostage and I truly think that in the time that you're doing it, sometimes you may not realize you're doing it. But at some point, like early on, you may not realize it. But at some point you realize that because you always know that, you know, this person is not my forever person. So you may not use the term I'm holding this person hostage. You know, you just it may there are there's other terms out there for oh this a sucker. You know, oh, I'm getting what I want out of this person. But, you know, I'm cleaning it up and make it a little nicer saying held hostage. And that all ties into it. You know, when you're doing that to somebody. And it's not a good feeling for that person. And when they find out, you know, you sneaking around, you posting on social media, that's confusing. Like, oh, OK, we great. But. She did say she was there, but she was at her mom's house. But then I found out later she was out with her girls. But she did post about how much fun we had the other night at the restaurant on social media. So, okay, maybe maybe I'm tripping, you know, whatever, whatever. We'll see. You know, let me just go out and lavish her with some more gifts, buy her something. You know, maybe I'm wrong. You know, so now you feel like you did something wrong because, you know, they have a way of turning it around. I used to do that, too. You know, you can turn it around and be like, oh, man, you tripping. Why you ask me? This? Why are you going there? Why are you going there with me? And now they like, oh, well, shoot, I did something wrong. He wasn't really doing anything bad. It's me. And now they compensate and they overcompensate. And that is also ties into it, you know. So basically, 
going to wrap this one up and let you guys get back to your day. But just give you something to think about, you know, just just sit back and think about some of the topics that I talked about, you know, like the whole phone thing, you know, closing down the text messages, you know, those are signs that maybe somebody is, you know, and we all know that ain't nobody stupid. We all know that that's possibly, you know, oh, maybe they cheating, maybe they doing something, whatever, you know, and I ain't saying to just write them off immediately or get all super crazy and, you know, go hiring cheaters and all this and that. If that's what you feel like you got to do, then do it. But we all know when those things start to add up and pile up, don't be so quick to dismiss your intuition. You know, because we all got some intuition. And if you having that feeling, because I'm willing to bet that if I went back and talked to those women that I held hostage, they would probably tell me like, yeah, I kind of start to sense it two months in, you know, when you weren't moving in the direction that I was moving in. But, you know, I, you were such a nice guy to me. I want to stick around and see like, OK, well, maybe things will change. Things never change until, you know, I, I don't know, you, you get. I don't know, sometimes they, it may end up, you may end up with that person you were holding hostage, but it's not always that likely. So just, just think about it and, you know, be aware of what's going on. And for the person holding people hostage, you need to think about it too and be aware and think to yourself, you know, there's nothing wrong with honesty and communication. And here's, here's what I say to end this as far as honesty and communication goes. When you want to hold somebody hostage, you know, yeah, if you went to somebody and said, hey, I don't think I'm going to be with you for the rest of my life, but I do like how you help me out on my bills. Can you keep doing it? They probably they probably going to say no to that. But if they do, then, hey, you got yourself a sucker for life. But maybe not for life. But who knows? You just never know. But just think about everything we talked about. Some of the topics uh, I'll be doing the second one to this the following Monday. Uh, on held hostage think about it drop out on my website let me know what you think if you want to give feedback thefreeagentfans.com pick this podcast up where you get your podcast from wherever you get your podcast thefreeagentfans.com let me know what you think until next time y'all be safe